Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here. It is June 29th, 2022. This is your fightful AEW Dynamite Blood and Guts post-show. And uh, my God, have we had plenty of AEW content for you over this past week. Uh, the fellow to my left or right, depending on which way you're looking, maybe upside down if you're a bat, I don't know. He did a post-show on Fightful Select for Forbidden Door. We broke all kinds of news. Uh, uh, you know what? I'll get to all the news we broke on Fightful Select later. But we had a Kenny Omega interview last week. The Grapsity fellas talked to Red Velvet. Uh, I talked to Miro. All of this stuff is still relevant. Like almost none of it aged, so to speak. And I got another interview that's dropping Thursday that you guys are going to find really interesting. But we got Alex Palowski here. He's clicking. He's clacketing. What, what are you doing? Are you checking your bank statements, Alex? I have things to do, Sean. Uh, I'm, I'll stop clicking, clacketing. I didn't realize my mouse was that loud. Um, it's squeaking. Is it squeaking? It's squeaky squeaking. Mouse. It's a squeak. It's a, the squeaky mouse gets the cheese. Um, I'm I'm doing I'm doing uh, doing pretty good. Uh, Wednesday's Wednesday's the best. Tonight today actually we uh, we closed on selling our house. Hell so yeah. That's fully done. Uh, that's that's awesome. So I don't have to worry probably, about probably that got anymore. about nine times what you paid for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Consider about, the market. about that. Just about that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, so, th- so that was good. That was a good day and a good evening of blood and guts. Well, there's a lot to talk about tonight. Um let's get into it. Uh, guys, as always, this show brought to you by NordVPN dot com slash fightful those fellas are so wonderful to us check them out nordvpn.com slash fightful as well as athleticgreens.com slash fightful and we kicked off the show oh by the way leave a thumbs up get in your super chats get in your humper chats we would greatly appreciate that it would mean an awful lot and um we kicked off the show with orange cassidy ethan page as I had reported on Saturday on FightfulSelect.com, a change in theme song for Orange Cassidy was on the horizon. Now, I made sure to reiterate to Tony himself, because he kind of put out there that we spoke about this. Uh, I had reported that they were close to securing the rights 
I never reported uh, when they were going to debut it. And they wanted to debut it at Forbidden Door, and Tony talked about that. And uh, he felt like his audience was going to expect something that that maybe wasn't going to happen. And then at the post-show scrum, he, he discussed me by name and said, well, I told him I wanted it to be a special moment for the fans. I think they still liked it, Alex, based on the reaction. Right. Um, I think that... Don't bury uh, me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bury you. I think that the the thing of it was is that you could tell that there were thirty percent of the audience that knew this was an Orange Cassidy thing, and seventy percent that were like, "I know this song. Whose 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 song is this? Whose music is this?" It, it ain't quite. It ain't quite me selling out the United Center, but hey, yeah. it's a start, right? Uh, yes. Um, what I'm saying is that uh, I love Jane. As a song, I think it's one of my, it's one of my all time favorites. It's great, perfect for Orange Cassidy. But if you're not aware that that was already Orange Cassidy's theme on the Indies or whatever, and you're used to him entering to the Pixies, you you might have been a little confused if you were in sure. the arena. But as soon as they saw his name on the Tron, I think within three weeks, as soon as we start hearing that 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 do, 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 that little yeah. build, people are going to start going nuts for it, like they did with the uh, Pixies as well. So I, I, I'm partial to the Pixies, personally. Mm-hmm. I love that song. I hadn't heard it much before then. And uh, if you guys watch the Scrum, FTR talk about how when they got their theme, they're like, I don't know about this. And Tony's like, listen, it's going to work. Yep. When I first heard that theme, I was like, man, this is the shits. This sucks. And then like within two weeks later, I'm bopping around my living room. Like just singing it. I think this will pick up, but man, that Pixies one is so good. And I think it worked really well. From what I understand, it's pretty, pretty expensive uh, to do, but that I got to say, that's something that Tony Khan specifically understands is how having a cool theme song lends itself to talent being over and making them cool as well. Like to the idea that, Oh, okay. This really enhances stuff. And Mikey Ruckus is amazing. He's great. For all those dopes that said, they got to hire Jim Johnston. No, no, no. Mikey Ruckus gets it. Mikey Ruckus understands it. And he sees where music is going and where it is now. Uh, Jim Johnston was running out of steam quite a bit towards the end of his run. So we're going to take that and add like a good 15 years to it. I think they did the right thing. But picking the right theme connects so well so i'm gonna i'm gonna give this a few weeks but i think the audience ended up liking it and especially when orange cassidy came out and they saw it was him right they they identified it pretty i mean well. this this is orange cassidy's choice for a theme this is what he used on the indies yes. this is what he wanted apparently the story was that jefferson starship didn't return their emails so they had to find something else so, so this is what they've <laughs> always wanted to use they just had to use something else instead I can provide you guys a little bit of clarity here based on that conversation I had with Tony. Ain't much changed because that was the issue the other night. They were waiting on the last like few percent rights holder to return email Great. to get back because they were going to use it the other night. Of uh, but as as Tony tweeted back to me on, on Twitter, it all worked out. It went yep. okay. Yeah. Uh, Anonymous says, 
Man, living in Lithuania sure has its perks. Got to watch the whole 55 minutes of Blood and Guts commercial free at NordVPN.com slash Fightful. That's right, guys. If you want to take a little trip to uh, Lithuania, you can do that with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You want to subscribe to some special services over there? Well, NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows that to happen. You get a great deal. You get an additional month free. And you get a 30-day money-back guarantee if for some reason you don't like it. Now they've got also a bunch of bundles as well. Standard with just the VPN, plus which adds a pass on top of that. And then complete, which adds a locker on top of that. Change your virtual location with just one click, and the benefits don't stop there. Online threat protection blocks online hackers, blocks malware, blocks annoying pop-up ads with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I uh, mentioned last week how it helped me out a lot because of my dynamic IP when I was uh, downloading the new PlayStation Plus stuff. Helped me out big time. It's proven to be the most versatile app I have on my computer, but it's not just my computer. It's all my devices, my phone, my laptop, my desktop, my PC, my router, my TV, all that good stuff. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Uh, Because I'm traveling this weekend, normally I would miss some local broadcasts that I I wouldn't be able to watch while I'm on the road. I'll be able to because of NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Truly love this service. It's been awesome. They've been awesome to us. And again, our friends are having a good time traveling to Lithuania, if you know what I'm saying. McCraver. Oh, actually, Joe Wood says, Alex's face during Sean's ad reads make them worth it. I appreciate you a lot more than Jimmy. Jimmy will, like, pull up the magazine or the the sticks. And I'm like, Jimmy, they're paying us money. Nord pays us good money right now. Nord effectively is paying my mortgage right now. And for that, I will always appreciate them. Connor says, thanks, thankful for NordVPN for dealing with that garbage again on BR. Hey, listen, I'm not here to trash anybody else. Here's what we'll do. We'll put over NordVPN. We won't trash anybody else. That's what I like. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Eloquent says, do you think Dark Order is a wrap now? So before we get into this Orange Cassidy match, um, let's talk about this. Uh, We confirmed today that Alan Five Angels of Dark Order is leaving AEW. I hit him up yesterday after his tweet, and I said, hey, I'd love to talk to you. He said, let's do it, brother. And at, of course, at 5 p.m. today, I spoke to five. And uh, we reported this on FightfulSelect.com because I wanted it straight from him. The word was he was finishing or his contract had expired, Mm -hmm. and he'd be working on a per date. He said, no, no, that's not true at all. His contract is expiring June 30th. July 1st, he's a free agent. They offered him a per-appearance deal, and he passed it up. He said that he wasn't going to do that, and he said there's no ill will between he and AEW. He just feels right now that at age 24, he can go out and he can do something else to put himself in a higher tier than what he feels like he's he's been put in in that company. Uh, I asked him, I'm like, hey, would you be interested in teaming with Stu Grayson? He's out there, and he's like, yeah, more than anything, I'd like to wrestle Stu Grayson, though. So uh, that's that's a slam dunk match for an independent oh, yeah. company to book. Uh, if I were Starcast, I'd be getting them on the horn right now and adding that to the the Ric Flair's uh, final match card. But Alan Angels is 
He's he's a developing wrestler that has had some really bright spots, especially that 12-man tag that he was a part of that had like FTR and Omega and everybody in it. But what were your thoughts when you heard about Alan Angel's uh, hitting the bricks? By the way, guys, early access to the interview up on Select Now for Tier 2 members. Full interview out Thursday. Um, uh, I'm, uh, I really like Alan Angel's work. Uh, loved the little story he had with Kenny Omega that he pushed Kenny Omega to the limit a couple times. Um, I, I really, um, think that he is making the best choice for him right now at 24. That guy doesn't look 24. Just the no. way that, just the way he carries himself. He doesn't have a baby face or anything like that. He 24, like, He's when he signed, it was like during the pandemic. That was there was no other jobs out there. This is the place to go, like to do that. But who knows what kind of name he can make for himself a couple of years on the indies with this behind him? Like the guy from the Allen Five Angels from the Dark Order comes to do your indie show. Like locals are going to show up to it to, to see that guy cheer him on. Who knows what kind of following he, he can create? how much he can raise his profile. And then if he's re-signed to AEW in three, four years, maybe he's at a much higher profile coming in than he would be here trying to make his way up the card in tiny little increments from within. I think it's a better choice for him right now. Just so our mods know, the A's in the chat are a reference to uh, Alan Angels on Sammy's vlog. It's not spam. It's just them showing some love to Alan Angels. Yeah. But... um. I, I thought this was the right move. Uh, I think it's the right move for both sides. AEW clearly wasn't using him to a degree in which he was satisfied. So what they do? At the end of the planned contract, mm -hmm. they said, well, we're not going to renew, but we'd love to still have you on on this per appearance right. thing. I think that's a good thing to do for, for both sides. And for him, he said, you know what? Thanks, but no thanks. I did an interview with Kyla and King recently, who was used so much that a lot of people thought that she was signed, and she wasn't. And what she did was she went to AEW, and she was like, I am very grateful for the time I've had here and the opportunities and the dozens of matches, but I feel like based on where I'm slotted, I need to go establish myself somewhere. No ill will. Uh, I can tell you that AEW officials don't seem to have any issues with this. And uh, from based on the conversation I've had, they kind of respect it. The fact that they're willing to do that because look on one of the people who founded the company with Tony Khan, Cody Rhodes had to go do that. He had to yeah. go explore uncharted territory and then uh, came back to WWE and is one of their top guys now. So yeah. nothing wrong with that. Look at the WWE formula forever. Bobby Lashley hit the bricks, became big everywhere else he went. Drew McIntyre reinvented himself. Look at him. Uh, Brock Lesnar, not only did he reach the top, he left, went to the top elsewhere, came back, and was completely reinvented. So sometimes, yeah. no matter where you are in your career, this can be a good move. And um, I'm glad to hear that it ended amicably. Uh, yeah. I would have loved for him to completely bury everybody and get me... Yeah. 100,000 clicks, but listen, it's a good interview. He talks about what happened, when it happened, why it happened, and um, what the future holds, so to speak. So yeah. I'm very happy about that. Another Fightful Select exclusive. Check it out, but the full interview will be out on uh, on Thursday. Yeah. The Craver says, what a freaking show. It was fantastic live. How was the crowd on TV? Because here it was fire from the start. Oh, buddy. 
it was good. Yeah, it was good. Also, I want to shout out our, our moderator, Luis, who has been doing an incredible job as always. Yeah. Uh, these Wednesday nights are wild. So get your super chats in, get your Humphrey chats in. Make Luis earn that money, my friends. Uh, Miguel says, Ego and Cassidy was a fun watch. Jade needs more screen time. Love the heel dinosaur. Fun trios match. What a main event. RIP to Sammy. And we have in the first woman of the BCC. Great show. We are going to talk about all that and more. Uh, Orange Cassidy defeated Ethan Page. GW Pringle says it was great. The right man won. But I'd really like to see Ethan Page start winning and maybe a babyface turn. So we got to the theme song. But then we have... I almost said Jeremy Lambert. Um, Dan Lambert mm. cutting his promo. What'd you think about it this week? I joked that if he popped up at Forbidden Door, he would just say sluts in Japanese and run away. <laughs> I uh I'm I'm done. I'm done with Jan with Dan Lambert. I've been for a long time. Uh Ethan Page doesn't need that guy. Ethan Page is, does doesn't need that guy. I mean, maybe there are other people in your company who need that guy. Ethan Page doesn't need that guy. He can cut his own promos. Uh, I, uh, it, him coming out and, and kicking out, um, Trent and Chuck who are wearing tie dye sweatsuits, uh, kicking yes. them out. Cause they don't have a manager's license or whatever. I mean, that's the heel thing to do. I just, I, I don't, I don't have any time for a Dan Lambert promo. Like I, I tune him out at this point, honestly, I don't want to listen to him anymore, but I love Ethan page and I, and I really enjoyed Ethan page versus orange Cassidy. Well, Shot Kid says, uh, how much for best friends tie-dye track suits? Tie-dye's back in. Um, I loved the Dan Lambert, Orange Cassidy, Orange Juice spot. Sure. I thought that was good. That was good. Good, brilliant stuff. Ethan Page can talk. He doesn't need anybody to talk for him. And I hope one day that's the catalyst. I yeah. hope one day he says, I don't need you to talk for me. I'm better at it than you are. And then right. I want Ethan Page to be the one to beat Dan Lambert's ass. That's yeah. what I want. That'd be great. Because Ethan Page is legitimately one of the, the most likable people in wrestling. Yeah. He's just also so good at making you not like him. Right. Uh, which, hey, you know what? That just makes him a good pro wrestler. <laughs> makes yeah. him a good pro wrestler. Jarlock says they need to let Ethan Page off the leash. He can do so much. They need to let him start getting wins or he's going to get left by the wayside. Well, he's not losing a lot either, but he's on the show a lot. Right. So I, I looked at this and I was like, man. Are they going to give him the win? But when that music hit, oh, I knew when Jane hit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it'd be tough to do, uh, to have uh, Orange Cassidy turn in that performance against Osprey on Saturday. Yeah. Or on Sunday. And then, and then have him come out and lose again to Ethan Page, especially with his new music. I knew Ethan Page was losing, even though I, and I understand why. Even though I hate when Ethan Page loses on television, because he he can he can pad his resume all he wants on dark and elevation, but if he's every time you see him on on one of the on one of the top shows, he loses the match no matter how good he looks in it. Eventually, perception is going to start com- becoming reality. That guy is is one of the top young talents you have in your entire company, and he should like for they had he was in the all uh, all Atlantic tournament. Yes. There's no reason why a Canadian couldn't hold that belt. He, he might be the one to beat Pac. You never know. Um, but I, I'd love to see him with it with, strapped up at some point. We had somebody saying that um, they like Ethan Page's toy hunts. I was on the, the second most viewed one ever. It was wow. all because of me, not because of Dan Housen at oh, all. Absolutely. I just looked 183,000. 183,000 views. That was a fun one. It uh, 
Toy Vomit, our good friends just up the road in Lexington, Kentucky. Shout out to them. Figure Fest coming up. I'll, I'll be there with Dan Housen and Ethan Page then in, in September. Uh, cheap little plug for them. Jordan Scott says, didn't know it was Cassidy's song before, but I'm happy it was done on Dynamite instead of the pay-per-view. Feels like a change of the page for Orange with uh, him with uh, Best Friends entrance tonight gave me chills. Yeah. Boy, they they needed Chuck Taylor back. Uh, they did, in addition to Chuck Taylor, they got Yuka Sakazaki and Hikaru yep. Shida back. And with them possibly losing another big tag team in the main event, boy, did you need <sighs> Chuck Taylor back. This yes. injury bug is killer right now alex we'll yeah, talk alex. more about the injuries later on but chuck taylor back is is wonderful i think he's one of the most underrated talents in wrestling oh i love chuck uh i think uh, you know what's funny is I, I i love the idea of um rapongi vice and best friends existing as two separate units with trent basically changing up his persona a little bit from time to time depending on who he's uh teaming with but it's nice to see Chuck back, um, uh, and I, I'm, I, I agree. Certain injuries are, are are kind of taking a toll, but it it is kind of interesting. You you all of a sudden you see oh Chuck's back. Well, Chuck and Trent is a, is a story you could run toward. Like I mean, Chuck and Trent versus the Young Bucks is a fun little feud. You could really do that. That could be a lot of fun with with Orange Cassidy in the mix. So like there's there's things you can do when the people that this is why having the bloated roster is yeah. actually a good thing because when you lose people to injury you can replace them with people who you also have a lot of confidence in but wouldn't have been able to use in this spot otherwise. We got Sindral saying any thoughts on Orange Cassidy getting a big push with new old theme if it costs as much as being implied but I just might be hoping. I'm willing to bet that they're spending less money on this than they were the Pixies right. or else they just keep the Pixies. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. Share Delaware said, I said this one or said this since WWE started giving generic songs to people. You can't tell the difference between a good song as part of their character and branding. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we've heard, oh, I thought that, even though CFOs did some good ones, yes. How many generic thirty-second cycles did we get? Like right. the Dean Ambrose theme sucked yeah. so bad. Right. It was just the same thirty-second loop over and over. So generic, so bad, and it sounded the same forever. Like there rarely are great, amazing themes in WWE anymore, yeah. and that's sad. They they need a Mikey Ruckus. That's what they need. Yeah. Jacob says that Trent is in that polyamorous tag relationship. You love to see it. Yeah. Anakin says, first ever AEW show and what a show. Seeing Sheeta and FTR live, uh, plus incredible main event. Back in love with wrestling again. Needed this show to be great and over-delivered. Anakin, buddy, hope you're doing good. Glad that you had a good time as well. Yeah. Jay says, did it feel like tonight's presentation was different? The show felt different for some reason. Well, Jay... They had two wrestling rings. Yes. But they also uh, had the hard camera that was just off center. Right. And I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was a different, fresh, just, just a few feet off to the side. That way it wasn't straight on. You could see a little bit more. I don't know how I'd feel if it was like that every week. Right. But damn, I thought it worked really, really well this week in doing yeah. something different. Yeah, I... I um. I liked it. I thought it was interesting. I, I don't know if that's if it's because they had they had the two rings and they were trying not to 
um, you know, focus on, on that. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm here for, for a little, little tweaks here and there just to, just to see if something works um, rather than just doing the same damn thing for 30 years. Like let's change it up, see what works. If it doesn't go back to the old one and find some new ideas. We also have Chris Boarding saying, what a freaking show. Well worth the three-year wait. Detroit was rowdier than I anticipated we would be. AEW needs to step up in their arena merch game. Only three people had shirts and two aren't even on the show. Best show I've been to. With how well AEW sells merch, I am very shocked mm. that they don't do better at that. Yeah. Sasha Montrez says, dollar bills for SRS being the best human and Alex hating Riddle as much as I do. Well, I appreciate you so much, <laughs> Sasha. Uh, Alex is going to have a rough few years because Riddle. Yeah, <laughs> going I, I, I sure am. I sure am. <laughs> oh, Christian Cage comes out, but let's be real. Besides him saying that he wished Jungle I, Boy's I, entire I, family. I, I, I've been asked to apologize, and I've never apologized for anything I've said in my entire career, but I am going to apologize. I'm sorry your entire family isn't dead. Like, I, Jesus Christ. I, I want him to get like comedic with it. Like not just them, Matthew Perry too. Let him die. I don't like him either. <laughs> oh, Damn, bro. Uh, like that's when I- This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. 
Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. My, that's, that's honestly one of my favorite efforts. Like, like there, there's, there's the, the trope in a lot of promos of, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you suck. But yeah. Like, I, that, I'm sorry your entire family isn't dead. <laughs> that's one of the best. Unreal. Then he brings out his new Tomco. Yeah. And his new Tomco is better than Tomco. Yes. It's Dark Luchasaurus. So good. Oh my God. He's the one that s- survived the meteor. Yeah. Like, he's the only one. This rule. And he murdered Serpentico. Then yep. choke slammed him on the ground. Oh, good. We got Kane the hell up out of here and upgraded. <laughs> I'm ready. Me too. Me too. This was, uh, this is great. I, I, this is Vibora. Yeah. This is Vibora. I, I love that, um, the, the question coming out of, um, Christian turning on Jungle Boy is what do you do with Luchasaurus? Yeah. Because if Jungle Boy still got Luchasaurus by his side, well, then Christian's got nothing. But what if Christian turns Luchasaurus against Jungle Boy by, I don't know, brainwashing him <laughs> with his tiny tiny walnut sized brain and it couldn't take too long a couple of drops of water will do it yeah. and it's, it's one little <laughs> one, one little dab of dawn and they just wash that smooth brain clean and all of a sudden you you, you 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 got a giant like now his now his mask is like black and he's got instead of like the string the braid of of green hair it's black and it's like Ah, it's great. I'm I'm a I'm a sucker for like just simple storytelling of I turned this dinosaur evil and now the dinosaur is black. Perfect. Nerguru says Lucha Oscurosaurus. That's good. That's good. Kane vibes all day. You do, and especially scaled to the AEW yeah. roster and modern day, because right. everybody ain't doing steroids right. there right now. You don't have to have a big seven foot monster. You can have one that is Luchasaurus's size, and it works really well. Jordan says Luchasaurus looked like he came out of the tar pits of hell. Yeah. And I love it. And Brett Lockman says, feels the only way this segment could be better if it was Marco that he destroyed. Wow. Maybe in the future they could bring Marco in for a they spot. Could. Like Marco's smart. He'll do business if, if, it, oh, if it's yeah. a smart thing to do. <clears throat> JW Pringle says, I said it last week. I'll say it again. Evil Dinosaur Man, S tier. This is S tier. This is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. This has a lot of promise to it. This needs to be what Luchasaurus is now. We saw three years of him right. doing what he did, and they got to the tag titles. But the three-way ah, promos, yeah. <laughs> move on. Let him speak eloquently as well. Or I mean, if you're going to speak at all, otherwise just, just have him. Like, I mean, really, a, a, a giant dinosaur man as your heater. You, you, could, you could do a lot worse. Why do heels always dress like it's cold, even in June? I don't know. They got turtlenecks and jackets on. I'm like, why are you so... Probably because of that cold heart. It could be. Could be. Must be. Scorpio Sky and Wardlow backstage. Uh, I love that Scorpio Sky calls his title belt Genie, which, for those of you who don't know, title belt is Lakers colors. Uh, Genie Bus is who owns the Lakers. So a nice reference there. Also the owner of Wow Women of Wrestling. But... Wardlow's like, listen, I'll run the gauntlet. I'll go through all of American Top Team. And I was kind of hoping he was going to go to the gym and do that. 
but I, they got the match next week. I love, um, I love him. But like, listen, I don't care who you bring. Bring the whole of America's top team. I'll go through them all. Just the just Wardlow is so effortlessly cool. Like he's just so like straight and like there's no, nothing. About, there's not, not a lot of peaks and valleys. He's just this thing. I love. When Scorpio says, like, yeah, let's have a match for the TNT title next week and let's make it a street fight. And the response from Wardlow is the yeah, let's. Like, what well, that's that's as that's as great as it gets, man. Yeah. That's some cool shit. I love it. We got uh by the way, this is gonna be a street fight next week, but those of you don't know. Yeah. Cinderell says, Don't forget though, Christian wants Jungle Boy's mom to call him. Well, it's a good thing she's not dead then. Yeah. Dream Ninja says the choke slam outside. Holy crap, that was stiff. The murderer snake man had Nyla written all over it. I've got to check Nyla's Twitter right now. <laughs> I've got to check Nyla's Twitter. I should have done that a couple hours ago. That was a good strategy. I bet that was good. Come on. She hasn't even tweeted about it. She's Aww. not even watching the show. Aww. Nyla. What the hell's going on here? Well, the ass boys. And Max Caster are out to take on Danhausen and his two opponents. And I just love that Danhausen. Oh, by the way, Sawyer says low key pop at saying he'd treat ATT like security guards. That was a nice, nice approach. Yeah. I wish we could have seen like a little cinematic segment there. Yeah. As well. But Danhausen comes out and he's like, I understand you've made a challenge of some sort. I have a couple of friends that are somewhat good at this wrestling thing, I suppose. And then he just awkwardly drops the mic because that's all he has to do, right? I I found some people who are pretty good at wrestling. Yes. <laughs> I suppose. So they come out and Jesus, the pop, brother. Oh, oh my God. No. Uh, Dan, Dan says, FTR housing for trios champs. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Could you imagine just them yes. carrying him? <laughs> just them carrying him. Oh, them hitting the big rig on somebody and tagging him in so he can get every pin. People will go crazy. Now I just want to say, Cash spanking an ass boy's ass. Yeah, yeah. that man knows what he's doing. He's he conjuring up the dampness on Twitter. Yes. He's he's breaking down whatever dam that these mm -hmm. ladies have set up and is yep. just flowing. Yep. And the Twitter timeline is unreasonable and it's yeah. unfathomable. And yeah. Like you guys are you guys spent Father's Day with your fathers a couple weeks ago and you're tweeting this stuff. Yep. What's wrong with you? FTR housing win. Um I, were you surprised that Hook wasn't involved at all? Um, I guess, I guess, kind of. But I mean, like, um, it's a, it was a, it was a, it was a great moment, nonetheless. I don't know if they've like if they're going away from the uh, Hookhausen thing. Um, but I, I like, I like this for a one-off. That was a lot of fun. I got a huge pop. Everybody loved the, uh, the moment where, where like, I honestly like, like, who is he going to bring out? Hook and who else? Or what like fun other tag team could he bring out that would be fun for him to? I never thought it was going to be FTR. It was a perfect shout. Um, I also, by the way, loved the finish and the post match stuff. Well, brutality. He says, "My dad is dead." I'm clear to thirst tweet. Well, I for one am glad that your whole family isn't dead. I am a much better person than Christian. I'm glad that your family is still alive. 
Uh, Michael Key says Damphausen. <laughs> I would love to see Danhausen referencing the thirsty tweets of Cash Wheeler, but the post match, by the way, Dax Harwood's in the running for wrestler of the year right now. Yeah. Gotta be. Man is incredible. So. Um this post match. Well, not even the post match. What led to the finish was Anthony Bowens. It's a miracle. He's yes. up. I mean, we legitimately thought he would be yeah. in that wheelchair for months and months and months. And who knows? Maybe he's not cleared to go in the ring. I yeah. don't know what's going on yet. But he costs them the match as if they were going to win anyway. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> but Max has been putting in that work. He's been putting in that father-son bonding. And when the ass boys start to push the acclaimed, Billy Gunn's like, oh, no. It's not going to work like this. And he takes up for his real sons, the acclaimed. Uh, Daddy Ass knows exactly where his bread is buttered. He, he, know, he knows where he's... Like, the thing is that you, they've, they've found absolute gold with Scissor Me Daddy Ass. That has yep. to continue. So even if, even if it's just for a few more months until that pop dies down, you got to keep Billy Gunn coming out there with, with Caster and Bowens. Uh, this has worked out just fantastically in getting Bowens over as somebody that the audience cheers. Um, you, the ass boys are never, they haven't like blown me away in the ring or anything, but they don't need to. They are so good at body language. They are so good at eliciting a reaction. They are so good on like being in on the joke, but, and we all know that they are. We all know that that the ass boys is the best thing that ever happened to them, but they play it up so, so well. Uh, Chris Rain says FTR house and share says this is solely for cash spanking an ass boy. Oh my God. Joe Wagner says, I wish they would let Dan housing get the offense in and show what he can do in the ring. Feels like they're making him look weak and he can work. Well, that's his role right now. Like, for instance, like Rebel, Reba, her gimmick is that she has never wrestled before. Even though she has wrestled in WWE and Impact, she's been on national television every year that she's ever competed. Uh, So, I mean, it's just a role for him right now. They don't need him to be a super worker right now. Brian Miles says they can't break up Ass Boys Acclaimed. They're the most fun faction in AEW. Keep them together unless one of these teams is getting a major push. I kind of want to see a stepbrothers feud. Mm. Like yeah. were they like a modern day yeah. type of thing. I think that would work really well. Big J says seeing and hearing uh, the turn for FTR the last few months has been amazing and very organic. Makes you wonder if this was supposed to happen. Whether or not it was supposed to happen... It did. Holy crap. This has been special. This is the most over I've seen a tag team in a long-ass timeout. Who's the last tag team on a nationally televised show that gets this type of reaction? I, I don't. I honestly don't know. I mean, I mean, the, the Bucks always get a, a big a big reaction, sure. but it's it's mixed because they're they've been heels for so long. Yeah. Like like as far as like a baby face pop for a tag team, RK Bro, like. Like, I think, especially Randy, but like, but Randy, Randy stuff always got I a think crazy. It, ma- I think it might be pop. Team Hell No. I think it might be that far back. You might, you might, you might have well, I mean, that. the Shield, obviously, a New Day at times, but I mean, I'm talking like these deafening, overwhelming things. Like New Day is perpetually over. Right. Like no matter what you do, they're over. And Kofi Mania, that stretch certainly 
would have been there. Right. Uh, the Hardy Boys reunion. But, I mean, I'm yeah. talking like a new established team. We're yeah. probably looking at New Day and Team Hell No, yeah. I, I would say so, in the last, like, 10 years. Grayman Media says SRS looked like Danhausen decided to take his wrestling a bit more seriously. He needs to get his cardio back, but he might get back to his pre-2018 days. Um, we are seeing Danhausen adapt, and mm-hmm. and I mean, for the first few months, he wasn't doing anything there right. besides his character stuff. So he'll get into it. Yeah. Sawyer says that Jane is back. Makes me so happy. As does Bowen selling for the FTR reveal. Blood and Guts was incredible thanks to BCC and Eddie. I'm just glad to see Anthony Bowens back, and I'm glad that now he's starting to get his flowers based on on the acclaimed have arrived scissor me thing. Yeah. Max Caster sort of, he cast a big shadow, but Bowens, I think, all due respect to Max Caster, is by far the better for performer of the two. Like, yeah. I think, by and large. Um, uh, Bowens is the singles breakout star. If there, if there was going to be one among the two of them. Um, but I, I hope, I hope that I hope we don't, I mean, I, it's hard to say. I hope that they, we don't see that for a while because I want what's best. I want what's best for everybody. If, if Andy Bowens wants to go out there on his own and do singles work, that's great, but I love them as a duo. Um, I, I think as ROH expands, there's, there's a really fun, like long, ROH tag championship run in in the acclaimed um uh where uh, I think that could be a lot of fun uh, with them as uh as chicken shit heels who would love to run their mouths and stuff there's a lot of really fun stuff you could do with them um uh, I, I love the caster on the mic uh Bowen's doing all the great ring work um I think I think it's a really cool combination I, I hope we can see it for a while Thank you to Zach Armad for the uh, donation. J.D. Pringle says, hey, all 2K of you guys. Mental health moment. Remember to take care of your mental health. If you think you need help, please reach out. You're loved and worthy. Moreover, we need you here with us. Anytime he uh, sends in that super chat, I encourage you guys, NAMI Communicate on Twitter. Uh, they are a program that I've, I've worked with for years and years doing their NAMI walks and uh, my mother has done a lot of work with them as well. They have an incredible uh, amount of resources and can help you out if you need it. In Simmons says, the problem is Scorpio Sky moves like a baby, baby face, even though he's a heel and is really good at it. Take him away from Dan and let him run wild. Well, he was away from Dan tonight. It was, yeah, it was pretty was good. Nice. Yeah. Bay says, sorry, more thoughts about the presentation. Do we have a new commentary crew with Taz and JR? Felt like a new season. Well, based on what we saw over the last week, I thought that just the <clears throat> the forbidden door thing, it's like, okay, you probably know JR's weaknesses. And calling this card is going to be one of those weaknesses. For example, if you have an all-women show, probably ain't putting Jim Ross on all those. Um, so I, I felt like that was probably the case. But we're looking at now, Jim Ross's original AEW deal would have been up by now. He said that he extended it and he wants to get to a certain benchmark. I'm okay with him calling big matches. It's sort of like what he did towards the end of his WWE run. And honestly, as long as he does it and doesn't bear, like the other night he's like, that's anticlimactic. You're supposed to cover for these people. You're not supposed to highlight the bad stuff. Um, Highlighting the bad stuff is what we're supposed to do. (laughs) Not the people on the show. So uh, I'm hoping that he can maximize his positives there. 
I I like the idea of Jr. being the big match commentator. Yeah, uh, because he has called so many big matches in uh, in the in the in the history of WWE and and now AEW um, wrestling. He, he is one of the absolute biggest, most famous voices in all of professional wrestling. So adding him to the commentary desk for a top, top match, I think is is the best. Is It would be great. I don't need to see him calling every match for a two-hour or three-hour show because he gets cranky sometimes. And he just doesn't like to, to put over anything that's happening in the ring. Um, uh, he doesn't know the moves or sometimes the people in the ring, you know, <laughs> like just allow him to, to if you're going to do a pay-per-view, have him come out and call the AEW title match. And that's it. Have him come out to the Oklahoma fight song before you start the entrances for the title match. And that's it. I think, I think that could work. And it gets a good reaction too. Yeah. Jay lethal promo. He challenges Samoa Joe. To a match at ROH Death Before Dishonor, July, I think it's 24th, I think. 23rd, 24th, who gives a shit? Fightful Select reported it a month ago, or I think it was several weeks ago, in Lowell, Massachusetts. So, they Samoa Joe is also a guy that's been missing of late. Uh, The Bean kicked in, said, found out I got COVID for the first time today, so this show is a huge pick-me-up. You can see where they learned from Blood and Guts last year. Masterful match of the year um it's july 23rd for death before dishonor and also uh bean get well soon my friend yeah, get well yeah get well soon jade cargill defeated layla gray stokely <laughs> calls chris statlander and uh athena lazy he was like last night jade cargill gave everybody a chance and a girl that doesn't even work here took her up on it She's like, you guys are lazy. He said, she doesn't even get a W-2 from here. Well, then Athena and Chris Statlander run out. They get the upper hand on Kiara Hogan, but Layla Gray gets a whisper in the ear from Stokely, like a, this is your chance, and helps them get the upper hand, but is immediately dismissed by Jade Cargill. Uh, Jade Cargill, by the way, over in Detroit. She is supposed to be the heel here, but you know what? To me, I'm of the belief, who gives a shit? You get a good reaction, whatever. Conor McGregor, giant piece of shit, gets a big reaction, sells tickets. That's what they're there for. Jade Cargill, heel, does heelish things, gets a big reaction, gets people to watch your show. She gets people to buy tickets. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Love it. Also, shout outs to my friend Mona and Stephanie Chase, who were in the baddie section tonight. But uh, what'd you think of the... The Jade Cargill aspect um, and, and Layla Gray. Yeah, uh, I I really, I, listen, I loved Stokely's promo of, uh, listen, last night we we put out an open contract. Yeah. Anybody in that locker room could have could have signed it. But a girl who hasn't even filled out her W-2 signed it. That means all those women in the back who are clamoring for a shot at the title are lazy, especially J, uh, uh, Chris Downlander and Athena, who say they want a title shot, but they didn't actually do it. I think that's great. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's, that's a really, that's a good way of framing it. Um, uh, I really loved um, him getting in the ear of Layla Gray and her coming to help because, I mean, that's, that's a free ride. You get part, you become part of the baddie section and you get to come out there with, with Jade Cargill every week. That that's a big time move for her. And yeah. if, if Stokely says you do this, then we got to bring you into the fold. That's great. I didn't understand Jade being like, get the hell out of here <laughs> because, Oh, I, I, okay. So you're not doing that then. I, is, I mean, if eventually we get Layla Gray coming in as kind of the replacement for Red Velvet while she's gone, um, that makes sense because you need the damn numbers game. If you're if you got Statlander and Athena teaming up, you can't just be Kiara Hogan as your only backup because we all know Stokely's not getting physically involved. So exactly. you got to get somebody else in there to help you out. Um, Layla Gray would be a, a great a great shout. Um, uh, I, I just don't know why they didn't actually pull the trigger on that tonight. Nerd Guru says, I know there wasn't much room to do stuff, but nothing involving the AW Women's Champion or even Pac, the newest champion, is weird to me. Did we need the ass boys on this show? Not really. Well, again, <clears throat> considering the nature of the world that we live in and all the things that go on, it's you never know what like keeps these people off the right. show. So I'll, yeah, I always dig and try to find out. There was there were some I would have loved to have seen um, three uh, promos or whatever, some a little vignette. Uh, Thunder Rosa beating Tony Storm, maybe yeah. give a little interview with her after she won the match. That that you can do that. You can do remote videos. You yeah. can do all kinds um, of stuff. Pac did a little a little thing after winning the All Atlantic. Um, he says, you know, I'm well, like a chap. He's like, here's what I have to say. You want some? I'll give it you. And he leaves. That's yeah. it. All you got to do is that. And also, I required follow-up on Malachi Black declaring war on Miro. Because yeah. I, I need, that's a feud that's going to give me sustaining life until all out. Because Malachi Black, like Malachi Black, putting Brody King in the path of a rampaging Miro is like everything I want out of out of professional wrestling. So I need I needed follow up on that tonight. I'm assuming we'll get it next week, but I needed it. I'm willing to give this up some flexibility because there was a literal hour long match on this yeah, show. That's so. true. Joe Wagner says that's how you know wrestling storylines are scripted. Nobody would challenge Joe to a fight. <laughs> And uh, Zach says, love and support your friends. Always check in on them. Had a friend call me last night to hear a friend is no longer here. Listen to JW Pringle. Uh, I hate to hear that, Zach. That's That sucks. That's always the worst news to get. Uh, NAMI Communicate, again, check them out and uh, or utilize their resources. I'll just say that. A shout out to Juan Manuel for subscribing to Twitch Prime over on uh, our twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. We are now simulcasting all of our uh, live shows over there. Todd Starr says, great to see Shida and Yuka back on Dark. I know they're going back to Japan next week for Tokyo Joshi Pro, but hopefully after that, Shida can be back as a regular on TV. Still waiting for her to get a return match for the title. Been over a year. Also, I mean, this does kind of make me think, like, 
they could have had a Joshi talent mm-hmm. working on Sunday against, yeah. or or just another whole match. Right. Uh, we have a Young Bucks promo, and they're like, we're the only ones left. Kenny's hurt. Uh, the whole Undisputed Elite is hurt. Brandon's not even here. We got somebody else holding the camera. And they're going to face uh, Yoshihashi, Hiroki Goto on Rampage. Huh? I like that. Keep a couple of guys over sure. here for a few more days. Uh, I love Hiroki Goto. I'm a big fan of Hiroki Goto's work. But easy, quick, set it up. Said sure. that everybody's hurt. We're the only ones left. Life sucks. The Young Bucks have always been about their friends, for better yeah. or for worse, from Bullet Club to the Elite to the Undisputed Elite. Yeah. They've always had their buddies around. Yep. Yeah, I thought this was great. I love I love the thing. Even Brandon's not even holding the camera. We got an intern. Fred, you're doing a bang up yeah. job, by the way. I love that. Jason, this is why I subscribed to Fightful. You broke the two rings for me. Maybe Landon uh just sucks at his job. Even the be- Bucks segment felt like it was shot better. He's talking about the presentation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. I mean, that was the gimmick. They hired somebody else to do it, and the guy that that does it all the time yeah. is significantly worse than him. Royal Rampage on Friday. Also, uh, Nyla and Tony Storm. This is to de- determine a top contender for the interim title is Royal Rampage. A two-ring battle royal uh, or, or two-ring match. I'm going to pull up specifically what Tony said. But, I mean... I don't really have a problem with them using the Royal Rampage name. Who could possibly give a shit? It's yeah. obviously alluding to uh, Royal Rumble, but it's a single elimination battle royal. 20 wrestlers in two rings with a new wrestler entering each minute. Now, I don't know if this means like over the top rope, pinfall, submission. If anybody uh, kind of knows what they're doing at that show, please pass me along the rule set. But Buddy, I'm a sucker for battle royals, and um, I l- I would like for this to be uh, a blood and guts tradition. Like they've got the two rings set up. Yeah, do this for rampage. I I love that idea. Like so many times when you see something with like, oh, we got two rings here for this one match. Now we got to like, whenever NXT does a war games thing, they've got two matches there. And they never do a thing where, like, both rings uh, – sorry, two, they got two rings there, and they never do a match where both rings come into into play. They always, like, just keep it around the one of them. I love that there's a second gimmick match with two rings you can run on the same night where you have to set up both rings. It's a great idea. I'm asking uh, Chris Bordine, who is there, for the specific rule set there, but uh, very excited about that. Uh I'll, I'll be in Vegas, but I'm going to check that out for sure. Volob says, Goto and Pickles. <laughs> Let's go. That's a nickname that Nakamura gave Yoshihashi. Uh, Tony asks, who do I think should be the first women to have a blood and guts match? I would like a present and past versus future type of thing. Like when you have some really undeniable future talent. And then you've got like Britt Baker and Nyla Rose and Hikaru Shida. And even then Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker have to kind of coexist to take down. Like I would love it if there was like a new group that sort of led a charge, but that would be way down the line when they could establish that. If, uh, if you hey, hey, listen, if the baddies evolve, if you build out the baddies yeah. to five or six women, 
that's one side of it. And then Dakota Kai put her on there. And then you then you get two opposite people who both hate JD uh, JD who both hate Jade and the baddies, but they also hate each other. Yes. But in order to get Jade and the baddies, they have to learn to work together. That's a cool thing. Each woman of those two brings in three of her own. The baddies have their six. I think that's a really cool way of doing it. It does beg the question, can they coexist? I, I wonder. You, you have yeah. to wonder. Uh, thank you to Sabbath Rules for the bits. And thank you to Anxious James for our sub to Twitch Prime. We greatly appreciate thank you. Thank you. All Elite Dan says, I love how they're only having JR on bigger matches. Makes him and the match feel like a much bigger deal. Yes, it does. Especially with his entrance coming out before. Yeah. Joey Bag of Donuts says, has Yas Wright said Fred, or hey Yas, Wright said Fred called. They went their outfits back from the I'm Too Sexy video. This seemed like some Backstreet Boys influence as well. Like, yep. And I did see the question, why are they wearing red? Because it makes it harder to see them bleed. That is an interesting question, but uh, I mean, I think I, that I, they did good. I I could see Cool Hand Ange bleeding pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark Yinging says <laughs> Cesaro, Ruby Riot, and Daniel Bryan were all mentioned on commentary tonight. Damn, I must yeah. have missed that. Yeah, it's true. Listen, sometimes, sometimes you slip. Sometimes it's true. Sometimes your energy levels aren't quite up, Alex. Yeah, it happens. A cognitive function. Fortunately, we got athleticgreens.com slash fightful. Athletic Greens constantly improving their formula. 53 improvements, over 53 over the last decade and counting. That means every couple of months they're changing this with science to make it better for you. One scoop of AG1 has 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, which includes a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving. Their special blend of high-quality bioavailable ingredients in a scoop of AG1 work together to fill those nutritional gaps in your diet. It supports energy and focus, so you're not saying the wrong names. I'm not calling Kate Denise and Denise Kate like I do all the time. It aids with gut health and digestion, and let me tell you, when I do a show with either one of them, it's tough to digest, but not athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. It also supports a healthy immune system. We've had some people saying on our show that they're getting sick. Uh, take some athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, some AG1. Help support that healthy immune system. And as I mentioned before, you want to drink your multivitamin. It's a lot better than taking a tablet that's going to probably pass through you. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Right now, they're going to give you an immune-supporting free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. I'm taking my travel packs with me to Vegas this week, taking them to Canada with me in a couple weeks, taking them to Nashville, to L.A., athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Andrew Glenn says, support women's rights, support trans rights. Absolutely. And if you don't, get to Stefan. Nerd Drew says, Rosa, Britt, Stat, Sheeta, and Jade against Athena, Dakota, Tony, uh, well, you said Dakota twice, uh, and Nixon, NXT versus AEW. I mean, that sounds fun, honestly. Sure. I'm able, says Blood and Guts with MJF leading some original talent versus ex-WWE guys. That would be fun, too. Yeah. I already miss MJF. <clears throat> miss, miss the scoops about him, too. That did good business. 
Joey Bag of Donuts says, Blood and Guts, match of the year. It wasn't for me. It was a good match, but it wasn't the best match of the year yeah, for there, me. Yeah, there was, there was too much stuff that, that I feel like they had to work around. One thing in particular that I would have loved to have seen the match they laid out, but we didn't get to see that match. Simon Renshaw says, holy pooping crap. Blood and Guts was amazing. I censored his super chat. JW Pringle notes, holy crap, did Blood and Guts hump with a capital umpty? <laughs> oh, Betty's okay. I think he donked up his back real good. Well, unfortunately, uh, we saw another bit of unfortunate unfortunate happenings, really. I mean, we got Shot Kid saying, any update on Santana? Hope he's okay. Christopher Hart saying, a lot of people saying he might be out in September. Care to comment? I don't know. Uh, I would imagine if he's hurt, then AEW will probably exercise some sort of option or extend him through that injury because they're very good about that. He landed on his leg like really rough, and they took him out of the cage. He wasn't there celebrating. Andrew asked if I've heard anything about him being unhappy. He and Ortiz don't stand next to each other during promos anymore. I mean, they've not had a 2-1-2 match in a long time, in a very long time, and I can only base that on on what I'm looking at right here, but he's doing indies without Ortiz. Again, look at the last time they had a straight-up 2-1-2 match against anybody it's been a very long time it's been like since february i think they did a six man with eddie in april they did the battle royal a couple times but ryan says this month has been brutal with injuries santana and kingston in the same match sucks hope they both recover quickly well you never we'll, we'll see how it how it goes you never know until the next day you wake up you might feel all right or it might be might be a lot worse. Listen, the the way he came down trying to do that urinagi, he came down on his left leg, weird. I don't know if it was a quad, a knee, a broken ankle. Like the fact that he did that move and then we never saw him again. Like he was yeah. rolled up against the cage for the longest time. Um, they they like at one point they took uh, Cool Hand Ange. They took Angelo Parker out of the match. So they could be four on four or, or five on five as opposed to six on five for the rest of the match because Santana was done before the next man came in. He was done inside of three minutes. He was he hurt himself, and that I, you hate to see that because hey, I love I love Santana. I thought he, he he was he's great. He would have added a lot to this match, um, and you also hate to think of it because you know there were spots they had planned that Santana played a vital role in, and then they had to work around it. It felt like there were some moments where they were like, okay, well, we can't do that because Santana's not here. Or, hey, get get somebody else from that team to do that spot instead. And we, we, just, we just don't know. But, um, but uh, kudos to them for finding a ways to work around it. Ryder, guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. It helps us out a lot. Jacob McRae says, thanks for the great content. Hope Santana is okay. This injury bug is flipping awful. Shout out to that crowd. It was hot AF. Hopefully, eventually, we can get an ad-free blood and guts match. Uh, they do overseas, especially in Lithuania, Jacob. Ah. I'm just saying. Chris Rain says, love that Regal brought up his last match with Claudio. It, yes. 
Yes. And rerun says shout out to Claudio for starting the match when he's wrestled one match in the last six months or so. Uh, more like four, but still, uh, you know, that guy's staying in shape. You know, he's staying in shape. Rerun says, I'm not sure if Eddie shoot loves or hates Daniel Garcia, buddy. He rolled in that ring with that do rag and I lost it. Alex, I lost it. They are so good at being corny. Yeah. These well, guys. Yes. yes. They, they, they truly are. I mean, look at the outfit, but um, I, I love that, that, that one team of six guys showed up for a street fight. The other guy showed up for a music video. Um, that, that, that tells you everything you need to know about professional wrestling versus sports entertainment right then and there. But I, I love, I love some of the dynamics here of, um, uh, of getting basically all of BCC, uh, including the new champ in there first before we saw any of what we, I guess for, for lack of a better term, LAX Kingston and the boys, like they came in last and BCC was in there first all together. Uh, I love, uh, I love Sammy bouncing all over the ring ropes, not to do any yeah. moves, just to get away from Cesaro to run out the clock so they could have an advantage. Um, I, I, I love uh, Moxley. Moxley bringing in the thumbtacks, pouring them all over the canvas, and you just hear Regal go, yes, I I did question whether that was the best course of action, but he insisted upon <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> that's some great stuff. Thomas LaValle says, disappointed no one used both rings before Blood and Guts. Maybe Friday. They had a lot of ground to cover here. Less yeah. time to do it. Annoyed no Thunder Rosa, but we have new mid-card women's feud out of nowhere. Cool. And I had Claudio winning this since he arrived. I would love if during these specific tapings, they have a ref in each ring. Yep. And you can pin in either ring. Doesn't matter. Sure. Go between them. That's one of the things I loved about uh wcw when they would do war games especially with the luchadors you would mm -hmm. see a lot of integration of both rings yeah dan says great show blood and guts is amazing like the fact they took out angelo parker to cover for santana mm -hmm. and hell froze over the fist bump hurt around the world but the ending does set up an angle or keep an angle between eddie and claudio that it does let's talk about this match we even got the we the people face off oh, that got stuff. that got a great reaction. I do wish Hager would have done it, like, and then Claudio would have beat him up. Like, no, yeah. I'm trying to forget that part of my life. <laughs> Sorry, nobody needs to remember that. It's like the guy from Ace of Base when he's asked about his checkered past. He's like, I don't want to talk about that shit anymore. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm ready to move along. I saw the sign and it opened up my eyes. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, Tony P says to think after a year and some months, Menard and Parker went from jobbers in NXT to having five-star pay-per-view matches with Danielson, Mox, and Jericho, then blood and guts. Holy crap. I remember when people were saying, oh, they're just signing those guys so Kevin Owens will come over. Well, uh, guess what? Kevin Owens didn't come over. And guess what? They're still getting pushed heavily. They're still killing it. They're so entertaining. And you see this and you're like, their whole gimmick is that they're better fit for WWE than AEW. Absolutely. But WWE didn't utilize them. That's right. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're great. They, they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I like Angelo. I think, he, I think he's very good. Daddy magic, man. That guy's just decided I'm going to be as over the top as possible. And it all feels true to life. It feels like that's actually who the dude is. Like it's not 
turned up to 11. It's actually turned down to eight. Like that's, that's who he just is. It's great. Oh, it's amazing. And we've got a lot of super chats about uh, this, this match, obviously. Brent Lockman says, why are the 2.0 boys so good at bleeding? Uh, it's that square ass head. He's got. Yep. <laughs> that's what it is. The hanging mat looked like something out of Texas chainsaw massacre. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Sammy. Oh, this son of a bitch. Yep. I'll tell you what I loved about this this throw off the top into the table. One, it's a protected spot. Yep. Looked infinitely better than the last time. Oh, much better. Sammy takes it better, of course, because he's in a position to do it. And his eyes are twitching. Yep. He's like constantly like blinking through it. <sighs> this was the spot that needed to happen at Blood and Guts. And I get it. Some people are like, oh, well... Are they going to go up to the top each time? And I get it, but after last time, I think he kind of had to make good. Yeah, I, I listen. I mean, it feels like more often than not, you do a hell in a cell match. You got to wind up on the top, almost all, almost all the time. They they do that now. Um, there's there's something about that ending up there that 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 I think um, is something you you might want to do. I, I agree. I don't want to see them do it every time, but we've only seen two of these. So maybe maybe the next three, you don't go on the top. And then the one after that, you do, and it feels special again. Um, I, I don't think we need to do it again, but I think Sammy was the perfect guy to take the, to take the fall. Uh, I love that Eddie ta- throws him off and just starts laughing. Yeah. Um, that's, that's great. No concern. I, no concern uh, whatsoever. Of course. Why, why would I have any concern? Um, but I also love, uh, we got, Ruby in the pre-match vignette talking about Eddie and, and how much he, that was a fantastic setup. I did not see coming. And then when, when Tay gets involved, Ruby comes out and, and, and cancels her out. I thought that was great, which means we get a Ruby and Tay match, uh, maybe even a feud coming out of this Ruby and Eddie versus Tay and Sammy is a really fun little mixed tag. You could do. There's a lot of fun things you can come out of this, but, but really, the whole thing to me is is built up to Claudio and Eddie forever. That they've worked themselves. Yes. That people just know about. Yep. Uh, Brighton Gate says, the wild match tonight, crazy show Sunday. Pro wrestling is beautiful, and the last couple of shows proved that. Thanks for all the hard work. Buddy, we are getting paid to talk about wrestling and hanging out with you guys. Yep. This is the, the most fun, easiest thing to possibly do. DJ Page says, last year I had a hard time watching Blood and Guts, but this year it beat War Games in NXT 2.0 to me. The sheer violence felt appropriate, and Ruby's run-in was good. It was good, and it yeah. set up something, and it made sense. Collier says, XL Humper Chat, since I couldn't join you Sunday. After the Little Caesars Nick Gage pizza cutter controversy, I feel like Tony booking Blood and Guts for the Little Caesars Arena in Detroit is saying, hold my beer. <laughs> Love the show and Forbidden Door. I don't know if Little Caesars has been back on since then. No, I don't. I, I, I haven't. I, I haven't know. seen him. <laughs> uh, guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We are heading down the home stretch. Sawyer says Eddie coming down looking like his own T-shirt, then just thwacking Yas with the kendo just, stick, just, just hitting him with one hand, swatting him like flies. Oh, While stalking so Jericho, he's so cool. Effortlessly cool that guy. Like. He's magnetic. I talked to him off camera after our interview and before our interview. 
man, the guy is just, he's the kind of guy that like, you just, you want to hear him talk. You want to see what he's going to do next. Because you know it's going to be interesting. And the ending sequence, Ricardo says, I thought Eddie was going to toss Claudio off. Well, Claudio gets the submission before Eddie Kingston can on, uh, yeah, sorry, it was Domino's, not Little Caesars. Yeah. Uh, apologies. Glad everybody. I, I, I had one show where I hadn't screwed anything up yet. Yep. One show. One show. But um, <sighs> this was so good. It's set up. And eventually Eddie was like, you know what? You're right. We won. Who cares? But at first he was pissed. Oh, but they don't they don't do this angle. I know. If if it's not setting up something for the future, they wouldn't do that. Like it's so specific of an angle. Like Eddie is up there with Jericho. Um uh Jericho gets him in the walls of Jericho, like Eddie's back is already fucked up. So he's gonna yeah. tap out. And who comes up to save him? Claudio. Like like Claudio's be, being the bigger man, extending the olive branch. I want to beat these guys too, and um, but 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 Eddie wasn't in this match to get a victory for the team. He was in this match to bloody, hurt, paralyze, and humiliate Chris Jericho. It doesn't. The whole match is for nothing if if Chris Jericho isn't the one to surrender in Eddie's mind. So like yeah, Cloud, thank you for helping us get the victory, but you didn't you didn't let me make Chris Jericho scream out in pain until he had to give up. That was the thing I was here for. And you just stole my thunder again. I hate you so much, Claudio. Like what it's a it's an awesome storyline that is that is told at this point in a very nuanced way going forward. Maybe like right now, maybe they bury the hatchet a little bit. Like, hey, yeah, you're right, we won. That's enough. But maybe some other things that Claudio does start to get under Eddie's skin, and he's right back to you are poison. I hate you so much. It's gonna be great. Cinderell says, "Got to give Jericho props for being willing to take the swing on the top of the cage." And Tom Lavalley says, "Did they need to go on top? We got Claudio doing a swing. That that, was... that swing scared me. Of course, it was so yeah. close to the edge." At one point, I wanted Claudio and Hornswoggle in the Royal Rumble at the same time, and I wanted him to swing Hornswoggle over the top rope. Wow. That's what I wanted. But uh, we've got N. Simmons saying the ending was perfect. It gives Eddie and Claudio a storyline and get them away from Jericho. And Tom LaValle says, we got him doing a giant swing if the video game Daddy Magic goes off the cage, too. (laughs) Indeed. And and the Claudio Kingston thing. RP says, how would you feel about a tag team run before their epic feud? Like them trying to work together? Yeah. And every week they tease it. Every I mean, week they tease it. I, I love the idea of Regal telling them they've got to work together. And they enter some gauntlet match or battle royal for a shot at the titles. And they win that. And then they get their shot at the titles, which Eddie doesn't even really want anymore. But they end up winning that match. And so they become tag champs. And Eddie's got to work with Claudio because they're champs now. And then that can unravel from within. There's a lot of interesting things you could do with that. 
Bryce says the Claudio Kingston feud is going to be amazing. That it is. That it is. Uh, guys, we are getting in our last few Super Chats, Humper Chats. Get them in. And uh, make sure you check out my interview with Alan Angels on Thursday. Friday, I have Maria Canellis and Bobby Cruz of Women's Wrestling Army. Bobby Cruz is going to be calling uh, ROH Death Before Dishonor. Uh, you, We filmed the interview Friday, and I actually broke the news to Bobby Cruz that he was booked for Forbidden Door. He had no idea. <laughs> He's like, well, thanks for telling me I'm working Forbidden Door. I appreciate it. Uh, but... That and more at FightfulSelect.com. We have details on Maria Canellis' call that she had with Tony Khan, which she gave us some details on, as well as her impact contract. Chris Rain says, The giant swing on the top of the cage is one of my favorite moments of the match. So amazing. Head and shoulders above the first one, and I love the ending, too. The swing is just such a basic, easy, smart spot, and then you do it up there, and it adds that element of horror to it. And thankfully... They had a much more solid cage than like the old Helena cells because I don't think he could have done that. Yeah, on that. Ryan said this match needed to go an hour. Felt like it dragged a bit, and I wasn't crazy about how it finished. The story between was between Jericho and Kingston. It should have ended with those two. I think it did. I think with Kingston and Jericho, it did end. And now what we got was trailing to something else, and that's why I'm okay with it. Uh, Eddie Kingston. Needed to continue to win this. He he very solidly won this feud. And uh, I think that they, they went the right right way. I, I think maybe the dragging points that, that they're referencing, I, I noticed that too. I think, a, I think a good portion of that was we're down a guy who was going to do some really important things in this match. And now we got we to gotta figure it out on the fly. And a lot of figuring out on the fly is laying down next to somebody else and whispering to them what the next spot might be considering we don't have Santana anymore. And that looks like it's just stalling, but it it is, but for a real good reason. Brent Lockman says, of course, Mox had a fork. Yes. Of course he did. Of course he did. (laughs) Tony says Mox had a half a kitchen in his vest. Vago sure 5 says the ending to Blood and Guts is almost as disappointing as our Supreme Court. Well, I would not <laughs> I would not say that at all. <laughs> at all. Uh, Rerun says, I just want Eddie and Claudio to be cool. I love them. Just be cool. You already beat Jericho. I just, I'd love Mox trying to play uh, Peacemaker between the two of them. Yes. And it just, it blowing up in his face could be really interesting too. Nerd Guru wraps up our Super Chats and says, first ever AEW show, and what a show. Seeing Sheeta and FTR live, plus an incredible main event. Back in love with wrestling again. I needed this show to be great, and it over-delivered. Well, I'm glad that you loved it. And uh, fortunately, I've got uh, some insight on the the Rumble Rampage. What the hell is it? The Rampage Rumble? The Royal Rampage. The Royal Rampage. There you go. Thank you to Danny and Chris for this. Uh, four guys start out. Guy one. And guy two are in ring one. Guy three and guy four are in ring two. So you got two guys in each ring starting off. Then uh, each person comes out and they are assigned to a specific ring. It's a 10-man rumble in each ring until it gets to the last two. So they stay in their rings Ah. until it's the last two. Then you can go in between rings and go over the top rope. And saw the winner. It's interesting. It's going to be a good match. 
Okay. Oh, man. Lots of stuff going on this week. Alex, you'll be filling in for me on Friday. I'll yes. be in Las Vegas. Um, <clears throat> there's Grapsity on Saturday. There's the post-impact show on Thursday. There's the spotlight on Thursday. Two big interviews this week. Saturday night, <clears throat> Alex will have a post-show after Money in the Bank on FightfulSelect.com. Yes. So make sure you subscribe. It is the end of the month, so uh, a lot of accounts will automatically cancel, so make sure you renew those. But um, I will be live in studio with Denise on Saturday, so a lot going on. But Alex, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sourgraps. Yes, it'll be me and Kate on Friday on the main on this very channel talking about uh, the go home for Money in the Bank. There's still another person to be added to the men's Money in the Bank. We have no idea. Cody and a sling. Yeah, let's figure it out. Um, and then uh, also we're talking about this Rampage Royal thing as well. Uh, and then on Saturday, because uh, I know you have to travel from the arena to the studio. So yeah. you might be starting a little later with yes. your show than we will. So if you're if you're itching to talk money in the bank, come on over to Fightful Select right after the show ends uh, and come see me and Kate talking about it over there. Should be a hell of a fun time. I'll be doing a live Q&A on FightfulSelect.com either tomorrow or Friday. It's looking like probably tomorrow. But uh, yeah, Saturday night, guys. We will be getting started a little bit later, myself and Denise, as we will be traveling from the venue to uh, the studio. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Guys, I want to thank our moderators. It was a wild night. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Cher Delaware. Thank you, Luis, and uh, whoever the hell else was in there. Uh, just not Joel Pearl. Guys, until next time, we're out.